Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, The Prison Plot. All right, Bry Guy, uh, that classic Spidey villain Magneto back again. He, he, right? He's... Right. In the rogue gallery of of the uh, <laughs> of the Spider-Man villains, it's, he's right up there. He's oh, right man. below Dr. Octopus and above Lizard, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, th- I feel like the... You know, between having Iceman and Firestar in this show, and then we're, we get uh, we get X Men uh, guest stars later on in the series, they 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 were definitely into mutants. Uh, yes, right. They were like wanted to bring them into this show. Yeah. Um, so they, you know, it's they they're trying again. They're 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 pushing for it here with Magneto. Um, right. I I. I don't remember now how I reacted to the episode he had in uh, Spidey eighty one, uh, but yeah, was I will, a forgettable episode. It yeah. was <laughs> it was forgettable, but I will say on one hand, Magneto in here in the prison plot uh, was more uh, more more uh, 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 characterized like the real comic Magneto. Yeah. Right, right. However, I don't know that this episode really was as good as the Spidey eighty one one, and that's not saying much. So, right. um, if 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 this is a you know a TL uh semicolon dr uh situation for you, faithful listener, just it wasn't very good. But um, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah. Um, a lot of flaws in an. I, I always kind of thought Magneto was a pretty smart guy. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for a villain, like he, he's not yeah, just like yeah. a dumb kind of goon. He's got like some science behind him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a, he, and, it's and kind he's of sharp. sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and him and Xavier are probably pretty close together in, in the intellect area, mm-hmm. um, but not shown yeah, <laughs> in this yeah. episode and specifically in his plot. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's something. But yeah, we'll 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 give the rundown and, and we'll, we'll talk about what we thought of it in a bit. But he's here. Yeah, that's how we'll start. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And there's a there's a prison warden and police chief convention uh, going on, and it's sure. the a, annual one. The annual right, one. right. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's taking place at a prison which looks like Alcatraz, Brian, but it's not Alcatraz because mm-hmm. Alcatraz, of course, is in uh, San Francisco, and right. uh, this prison is, is somewhere between Manhattan and Niagara Falls, like a twenty minute drive. To- to both right so, so there's one of the there's one of the problems they don't they and they don't really the niagara falls does factor into this into the plot of this episode mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. do need to bring it up um but boy they would have been better off just not doing that right because yes niagara falls really nowhere near new york city it's um right like like if you're familiar with the geography of new york uh nyc is way down state i yep. mean there there's a reason they call it the tri-state area um you know it's it's really close to new jersey and niagara yes. falls is like canada so yes yes niagara <laughs> falls is closer to canada than manhattan right right yeah exactly. much closer much closer the other side of niagara falls is canada isn't it? it's canada yeah exactly right <laughs> and you can't you can't stand on top of the empire state building and see canada no so no there, there's even, the issue. even if you can see alaska from your 
or I'm sorry, see Russia from your house in Alaska. Mm-hmm. You cannot see Niagara Falls from the Empire State <laughs> right, Building. Right, right. So, oh. so maybe this was a test for the kids to yeah. see how they're doing in geography and mm-hmm. checking checking mm-hmm. the facts there. Um, taking a step back though, you yeah. mentioned that they're at this warden convention, the annual prison guard slash warden convention. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's an annual tradition, like I said, like Oktoberfest and Comic Con. Right. right. Um, and for some reason, and, and you've watched this episode one more time than I have, Jason, for some reason, when the MC of this event says, we thought it would be really good to hold it at a prison this year, the crowd thought that was hilarious. Right. And right. I was like, well, what's the joke? <laughs> I, I don't I, like where did I miss the setup to that punchline or the punchline? <laughs> I think it's just because they spend all their time trying to put oh. other people in prison. Okay. Oh, now we're in prison. Mm. Yeah. Now the shoes are, and they just yeah. got it. They right. just now get the irony. They <laughs> right. didn't get it when they got the invite right. or when they showed up. When someone said where they are, then yeah. they're like, yeah. mm, I see what you did there. <laughs> you noticed, and those are the kind of laughs that we got. Yeah. <laughs> you noticed the name of the band uh, that was oh. playing, The Cons. Yeah, very clever. I put that in all caps, The it Cons. Works, but, it works on multiple levels because it's a convention, and, right. and they're convicts. convicts. <laughs> And were they wearing all orange jumpsuits? They weren't. I... They weren't. Okay. That would well, have been. I mean, me I think that would have made them. Uh, wouldn't that have made them like Devo or something like that? Yeah. This is 1981, <laughs> yes. after all. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but they, you know, and I was just thinking in my head all the songs they could do that are like that are prison related covers. If they're a cover band, you know, Unchain right. My Heart, Prisoner of Love, you know. It, it, the list jailhouse rock on. i mean jailhouse they, rock i mean that's they, how they I, would end the whole set i would think they would need to open and close the set with that one yeah right and the first mm-hmm. line is worn through a party in the county jail that's where we are that's, that is literally <laughs> what happened and the crowd would laugh again you'd have them in the palm of your hand the cons <laughs> oh man but the cons weren't even the main uh weren't even the main uh, uh title uh, uh, on the uh, on the uh, entertainment that evening, it Correct. was uh, let's see what Proton the Great, mm-hmm. the Pro- escape artist, the Proton the Great, the escape artist. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Proton the Great, the escape artist is actually Magneto in disguise. What? <laughs> so again, you know, event the 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 planning committee dropped the ball on uh, you know checking the references of Proton the Great. Because mm-hmm. uh, yep. he probably wouldn't have had any, um, but yeah, he's he's an escape artist, and um, I, I mean, I guess the you know Magneto booking that sort of gig in order to get into the convention, that's that's a cool idea. It's a good double cross. Mm-hmm. Um, the the I don't understand I don't understand what the escape uh, artist uh, shtick. And the hourglass and the and all that. So I don't understand how any of that factors into his plan. Was that just was that just like a convenient a ruse. ruse to to? Yeah. Uh, but because he also was surprised to see Spider Man. See, so so he's putting on this show. Right. He's like he's like I'm Proton the Great. Uh, same guy voiced Magneto in this episode, by the way, as did Mysterio in Spidey eighty one. If you oh. if you felt like his voice was familiar. Yeah, I did. I did. You know and. And I'm also just thinking this whole con seems mm-hmm. very poorly planned because mm-hmm. you're at a prison. Uh huh. There's you could probably just go to like the Radisson and it'd be better. Yeah, right? yeah, I would think so. Mm-hmm. The well, they're gonna have there. a pool there. Exactly, mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. stay there 
when things get real crazy at the con, right. which they do. Some of the stories I've heard about those warden conventions, Jason, <laughs> things get crazy. Let's just say, oh, yeah, yeah. Just say some of them end up in prison by the end of Yikes. Hi, oh. But also, why are we hiring an escape artist for this con? Like, why not just get a magician or mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. a comedian? A comedian. Know? I I think a comedian would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Again, mm-hmm. have some have some jokes about criminals. Have some yeah. jokes about cops. Mm-hmm. Hey, I I'm surprised you're all here and not at the donut shop. Something you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. Right? It, the the material writes itself, Brian. It really does. <laughs> but I put in my notes having an escape artist just kind of seems like trouble. Like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm now you can see this man if he ever is in jail will be able to get out right away <laughs> if he is who he says yeah. he is which he's not right like right. It, mm-hmm. it just doesn't add up nope. no matter how you look at it it doesn't add up jason there's some there, there's some problems right um it, the uh, so the so it, it turns out it's Magneto. Now I, I uh, the Spider Friends, of course, they're there. They're at this convention in right. uh, Niagara Falls um, because they they decided a you know a nine hour bus ride uh, would be a good <laughs> idea to scrape together some money for buying Aunt May a, a birthday present. And they're all day. they're all working they're working at the convention as uh, gophers, as uh, Angelica and Peter explain to uh boneheaded bobby who they're wearing buttons they're wearing buttons that say official gopher and he's like why are we wearing these buttons (laughs) i think he needs he needs some help (laughs) it is it is to explain to the kids what they're what they're there for right and and to sort of have that expository moment um but uh it's just it's funny that just the ridiculous things that they give Iceman to say Iceman yes. slash Bobby to say in this show like why are we wearing these buttons right, well Bobby right. they told let, us they told it. us why they were giving us the buttons when we got here were you not listening but we'll you were go there. through it again yeah. yep now let's say this real slow so if you're five and watching the show you'll understand right oh. Right. So they right. so the but, spider friends are there uh they're 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 busy working but Spider-Man his spidey sense goes off and when uh, Magneto uh, Proton the Great starts his show. Mhm. Blah blah blah. He's like, "No, nah, that seems like Magneto to me." And uh then then they're behind the curtain and he's like, nah, "I am Magneto." And um but he but he, like I said, he didn't expect Spider-Man to be there, and yet he conveniently has this hourglass this this human-sized hourglass full of sand to put Spider-Man in. It yes. is now here's to where things start to come off the this is this is maybe three, four minutes into the episode or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is where things get uh start to get wonky for me because okay. he has a he he has like a He's put some sort of magnetic shield around the glass that makes it shatterproof. I don't know what that means. And <laughs> and he also he this is also the point where he reveals himself to all of the wardens and the police chiefs and and it tells us his plan. What do you remember what his plan was? Well, he wants to um get his evil mutant cronies out of prison and he's going to hold the city basically hostage until he does, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And he says, I'm putting all of you under arrest. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I don't and and again, he just he uh, he shoots uh magnet lasers out of his hands. 
which are and, a thing apparently. And there's a and then there's a force field around the prison. Right. I don't. You're know not what, going anywhere. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> like right. Like I don't understand the I don't understand the magnetic shields you know that mm-hmm. are happening at various levels and how they're like impermeable to stuff. I mean, I, I I will I will grant you this. I know how I know how the Earth's magnetic field works to protect the planet from, you know, cosmic radiation. I understand yep. that. But, you know, uh cosmic radiation is is just a in, invisible force. It's not like right. it's not like a baseball that you, <laughs> you know you throw. Right. And it isn't something that only some of us have access to. Right. It's <laughs> right. like part of our gravitational pull. Right. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. you know it's it's different. And um yeah. <laughs> uh so the so anyway there's just there's some use of his power that is, is really weird. But they also, did you notice this? They seem to go to extreme lengths to explain what Magneto's powers are and that he, you know, and that it, that he can control uh, metal and he's going to he's going to use his magnetic abilities for like flying and and whatever. And oh, Spider-Man, yeah, I can use I, I can. Uh, use the iron traces in your blood to lift you into the sky. Like he, they, they act, that's actually like a line of dialogue they give him. Yeah. So they very, very detailed, (laughs) very detailed, very specific uh, to try to explain what his powers are. And yet he does just ridiculous stuff with them. That doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. And, and he, he, um, he chooses to break out his powers his evil mutants, which is what he calls them out of right. prison. Mm-hmm. And they're not, are, are, well, one of them I know is Toad, right? Toad, right. Uh, and, he, and he, yeah. He's a real X-Man or a real mutant. Yeah. These right? are, these are all real, these are all real uh, evil mutants from the, for, these are all uh, from, uh, from the comics, universe. comic, including folk, the blob. Yeah. Yep. Including blob, the blob, blob okay, and, Toad and mastermind for sure. Mastermind. Okay. Mm-hmm. But did you feel that they really did not spend any amount of time animating these three characters the blob especially would just look like a overweight dude it was uh yeah they well and they i'll tell you what they for like the the like late 70s early 80s sort of time frame they they did they did a pretty good job drawing them like they were done in the comics at the time they're oh, they're okay, not okay. they're not but they're you're right they're not very good <laughs> like they're right, just right. their costumes are not good so um, and I so I was thinking why didn't they choose better no- well I guess in the 1980s X Men weren't really well known I you know mm-hmm, we grew up mm-hmm. in college when that first um you know Brian Singer movie came out yeah, so yeah. there's like there's mm-hmm. like really well and you had the 90s X Men series yeah, too but yeah there's yeah. like really well known X Men and and lesser known X Men now mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. back then I don't yeah. think like there was like you know really compelling or popular X Men characters beyond Wolverine and Electro right. If I had to guess, yeah, yeah, um, and Xavier, yeah, I, I, I don't. Tough for me to say exactly who they, you know, who they could have picked, right? Um, you know, out of that stable. But the, the, you, you made mentioning your notes though, and uh, you know, uh, spoiler here, Spider Friends win again. But um, <laughs> there's also it's also frustrating because there's this, th- you know, Magneto rolls out this threat, yeah, that. You know, I'm going to, I'm yeah, I'm basically, I'm going to, he also does some thing at the train yard or whatever, where he's like, I can cut off the food supply to the city. And so he's going to, he's going to starve the city 
hold the yes. wardens hostage, right. and turn off all the electricity uh, in in New York uh, if you don't let his uh, mutants out. But they never actually get out, you know, and and we don't we don't get don't get to see him do anything. They get to like the door, and then the door just slams. And they're like, well, right. uh, I guess we'll go back. <laughs> Thanks for trying, Magneto. See you next time, bud. <laughs> yeah, it just was so it was uh-huh. so frustrating. If you're if you're going to allude to the mutants, mm-hmm. which is such like a cool sounding name, especially mm-hmm. in 1981, sure. with like you know sci-fi at a at a different level that it mm-hmm. is now. Like mm-hmm. you're mutants, and you're like, yeah, mutants, and then it's like. Mutants, mutants, when are they coming? Yeah, they no, no nothing. <laughs> nothing. They're not coming. They're not yeah. coming. Sorry, kids. Sorry, like kids. Dragons, no mutants. It's like the dragons yeah. in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like they're just they're just promised and <laughs> they show up in the last two seconds. Right. Right. But oh. I do I do like I do like the plan, but I don't mm-hmm. like the way they're animated. Um yeah. and there's and there's there's also an introduction of a subplot here where and, and the subplot, the B story, we'll call it, mm-hmm. is dangerously close to becoming the A story. <laughs> a few points in this episode, <laughs> like it's teetering on the edge uh-huh. of the of being on the A story, and that is um, Peter slash Spider Man and Bobby slash Iceman trying to figure out who Angelica slash Firestar is going on a date with this evening. Right, right. It's it's really weighing on the two male um, lead mm-hmm. their mind. Mm-hmm. on their minds. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They 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 take pauses in their uh in their active fight with Magneto. The, I mean the the scene where uh where Iceman and Firestar bust Spider-Man out of the hourglass. Again, you mm-hmm. know, shocker. They they cut to commercial. They cut to the first commercial when Spider-Man goes in the hourglass. He gets That's out right. almost immediately. Um, but the, this is happening. Like Magneto's standing right there. and But they're on stage. They're like, ah, bust out Spider-Man. And then they stop right there to talk about who she's going on a date with. <laughs> now, now is, it, is it Jack down the street? Like, is it the pizza? Is it the they're, mailman? They're, they're co- they're, Spidey's in his costume. He's iced up, you know, whatever. Uh, right, right. They're like, Firestar now wait a second. <laughs> You know that that'll take care of itself. Uh-huh. Magneto will be fine. Uh-huh. Let's talk about your dating life, Angelica. Yeah. They do so, and this is a point we've noticed. This we're only a uh, you know a handful and change uh, into this show, but we've noticed repeatedly that the uh, male characters have a real strong interest in who Angelica slash Firestar is dating and yes. when and how yep. often. Yep. And and all kinds of things like this. They've and got, why isn't it me? They yeah. <laughs> um, this was the first episode. I will I will grant it that where their obsession with that doesn't come off as creepy as it did before because there is there is that uh, that quick scene. They've they've made a plan for how to deal with Magneto and Iceman and and Spider Man have to kind of go off together while Firestar's keeping Magneto busy. Right. And so the two guys, they have a a, a, a scene together where they kind of have a heart to heart about how they feel about Firestar. And it, and do, would you say both of them kind of come off as genuine in that scene that they have? They have like, you know, it's not just like weird, uh, possessive, you know, uh, uh, male uh, dominance kind of stuff. Like right. they both seem to have genuine feelings for her. Right, and and Spider Man expresses why he can't pursue those feelings when Iceman says, "Have you told her how you felt?" or whatever he asks him. He says, "If it do- if it didn't work out, 
no spider friends. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's some, there's some weight behind this. Now there's mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. of a, a, an emotional pull. So yeah, I did, I did like that. It, it, and I don't, I, I do agree with you, Jason, that up until now I've felt that it's a possession thing more mm-hmm. than a feeling thing. It's yeah, a, yeah. you know, I claim you kind of thing. Right. Right. Instead of a, but I really like her, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. This, this might be the seed that was planted in a young Sean McKeever's mind as a young man <laughs> to explore the love story. You never know. On. You never know yeah. <laughs> right here in, in the prison it, plot. It all started here. Yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah. So they've got this plan. This is another uh, point where, and, and what, it, what is it? It was this, they have that, conversation at around eight minutes in it was about eight minutes in or yeah but you know what i think it was even further yeah it was even further in because i'm i'm just looking through my notes here they they all three of them go up against magneto at around 10 minutes and they he just he wipes the floor with them i mean it's not even yeah it's not even a contest they don't even have a good plan though right if i remember right there their plan is like their plan was like you that'll... attack him and I will also <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But wasn't electricity involved? Oh no, I'm talking about the first fight. I'm the, I'm oh, sorry, okay. I'm talking about okay. the first fight. So okay. the the thing is the the um Iceman and and Spider-Man after they have that conversation about Firestar, there it's later in the episode is my point. It's like it we're over halfway through at that point. Yes. And mm-hmm. there's still more time to come where they're just building up to putting the plan together to beat Magneto. So they mm-hmm. they spend the vast majority of this episode on, you know, kind of kind of stuck in neutral with okay, we need to we need to come up with a way to foil Magneto. How are we going to do it? And they there's there's a lot that just transpires where while their wheels are kind of spinning just trying to get off the island, get put their plan together. Uh, there's a thing where Firestar goes down to a, the the boiler room to try and like smoke Magneto out, and he uses he again uses his magnetic power to somehow ice over the boiler. I don't understand how that works. Yeah, and, yeah. Just, Magnets equal ice equal electricity. It's, <laughs> yeah, I know. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of questionable stuff here, but they are taking a lot of liberties with magnets. Yeah, they really are. They really are. And the you know in in the interim here. Uh, Magneto is, is, is you know, uh, continuing his, his threats. He, um, he, he start he, um, kicks off that blackout in the city. Uh, if, if you remember that, um, and, and he, all of the electricity, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Shut down. Yeah. And yep. he did. And he, the way that he did that was, uh, he, he magnetically dragged some, uh, like a what looked like a uh, an old radio console. It lo- it reminded me of the of the console from RST, Brian, from yeah, our old college the, station, with the slider with, switches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yep. so he pulls a console and a monitor and a chair with his magnetic power out of the back of a truck and puts him up in a guard tower. And then he goes beep 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 beep. He slides a couple sliders. All the power is out in the whole city. Okay, so here is where the logic goes away for me, Jason. <laughs> yeah. He then addresses the entire city with a microphone, right? Right, and a loudspeaker. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm sorry, no one can see me except Jason. I'm scratching my head. 
<laughs> where is the power source for the microphone and loudspeaker? Yeah, good question. These are good, these I are mean, great questions. I don't think lithium batteries were a thing. I don't think he, you know, mm-hmm. charged it up on his USB port before he started this up. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just, you know, it, if you're going to cut out all the electricity, you're going to cut out all the electricity. It's not all the electricity except for one microphone. Right. Again, not an electrician. Friend of the show, George Leone, electrical engineer. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that's the way electrical yeah. grids work. <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure. Okay. okay. Um, and and then in the course of this, uh, you know, the, he, he does the, the blackout. And then he's got mm-hmm. more threats where he he's like, they're because they're taking too long. He, he wanted the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants out in an hour. And it must be getting close to that mark or something like that. He's he's getting upset, and he's like, "Well, you know, if you don't meet my demands, I'm." And he he says things like, "I'm going to uh, cripple your military." I, I assume by like magnetically taking control of like boats and ships and planes and stuff like that. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. going to launch all your nuclear missiles. Yep. Always a threat in this universe, right? Right. Nuclear is always the thing to be afraid of. Yep. And. He and and up to this point, nothing that the nothing that the spider friends have done has really surprised him or been a problem for him. I mean, like he had he every every time they've uh, they've come at him up to this point in the episode, it's it's no big deal, right? So I was like, I'm I'm sitting here through most of this episode going, what does he need the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants for? Because he is right. He seems like he's got everything well in hand. Yeah, I don't right. know. I don't know why you need a really fat guy, a super bouncy guy, and someone who can do illusions. Yeah, exactly. And if he has this much power, he can break them out himself. There isn't like right. a guard just going, "Oh, come on out, guys." <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Like he did, now, okay, he did. He did explain, and this was. I'll I'll give this another point to the episode. He did explain early on that they were in special. Cells oh, that cells. that uh, that um, They're like hermetically sealed or whatever they 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 prevented him from using his power on the on their their prison cells. Okay, fine. They they explain that, but then he still does all this crap that just makes that is uh, like I say, it makes no sense. You clearly right. don't need any help, Magneto. The Magneto that right. was in this episode is just fine uh, on his own. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. With all the power that he has. This shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. need their help. Is what you're saying? Yeah, that's that's my point. I agree. That's my I point. Um, yep. And then I think Miss um, Lion is some in some sort of peril, <laughs> right? Right. right. <laughs> so and uh, go yeah, ahead. So once ag- once again, you know, they they take that bus trip up to Niagara Falls. They they yeah. don't actually take a bus trip. I'm just you know I'm I'm putting my tongue in my uh, cheek here and just make teasing the show because they again they're not anywhere close together um but uh, uh aunt may is also up there and she's on right. a she's on a boat with ms lion because the dog goes everywhere and uh and she's like oh boy those kids are working so hard now they're stuck in that prison with magneto uh just to buy me a birthday present Ms. Lion jumps overboard and starts swimming for the island. The boat captain goes in after her. This is like, this is... Seems extreme. This is in the, it's the middle of the night. I mean, it's dark and it's freezing cold water. And he's like, I'll save the dog. (laughs) The captain has his priorities straight. (laughs) You you learn that in captain school. Every captain goes down with the dog. The The ship and the dog. 
and and Aunt May is quite distraught. Um, but the apparently Ms. Lyon is I I put in my notes, uh, Ms. Lyon the Submariner because <laughs> after they come back from commercial break, she's like she's swimming under the under the island. Under, you, she makes like a flume, and she, right, she yes. Just, <laughs> How does she, she do just, that? I don't know. This but. is Ms. Lyon's superpower. <laughs> I guess show, she, guess show. She has a very strong doggy paddle, Jason. Extremely. Like it's her, it's her superpower, right? And if anyone has not yet watched the show and you don't want to sit through the whole episode, I implore everyone listening to go to the 14 minute mark and watch for about four minutes because you're going to get the best music cue <laughs> in, in in possibly podcast history, Jason. I, I wish I could duplicate it or had it recorded, but I remember being like. <laughs> it's like it's it's like they had a file called underwater music right right it's like it's almost like uh like a precursor uh to the uh uh mario brothers underwater music right you and mario brothers right it's a it's a little bit like that where it's like whoever is composing it they're like we need it to sound like air bubbles, you know. <laughs> like, how do you right. how do we make our instruments sound like air bubbles? Yeah, and and this this to me is up there with the beep bop boat music we got in uh-huh. Spidey eighty one for the computers. Computer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh god, yeah, just terrific. That but she fantastic. she clues that that that's in this massive middle part of the episode where they're just trying to figure out how to get off the island. Ms. Lyon is the one who gives Iceman a clue for how to get out from under, uh, underneath the magnetic shield. Right. She saves the day again. She does. She really does. Yeah. Um, because if, if, if Iceman hadn't found Ms. Lyon, he wouldn't have gotten out and Iceman wouldn't have been able to freeze Niagara Falls while Spider-Man was getting pushed over in a, uh, metal barrel by Magneto. <laughs> you see how these, how this stuff all comes together, Brian? And I feel like barrels are always involved with Niagara Falls oh, yeah. in some way. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just, it's Was that mm-hmm. in the first Superman movie too? Oh yeah, like I'm some... sure. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. going over going over the falls in a barrel is like a that's like the oldest uh, yeah. uh, trick in the book. Um, it's the biggest cliche in the world when it comes to storytelling. It really right? is. It really is. But uh, they they uh, that scene uh, has a moment where there's a, a line where I genuinely laughed. I think it was because Spider-Man actually said exactly what I was thinking, you know, because Magneto's got Spider-Man in this barrel and he he sucks out the, out of the iron filings dumpster that is conveniently nearby the power plant. Magneto. Yeah. Yeah. Magneto <laughs> magnetizes the water and and has this has this uh, 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 sort of fountain effect going where he's going to drop Spider-Man down onto the rocks. And yep. um, and the way that Iceman uh, saves him from that is to freeze the falls. And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. Look, look at that, Iceman. You froze Niagara Falls. And yeah. Spider-Man sticks his head out of the barrel and he says, look what you did. <laughs> In sort of a tone of like, way to go, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You pulled it off. And I was like, ah, that's funny. Well, and, 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 and uh-huh. he is saying what we're thinking because I'm thinking, that's cool. That's intimidating. Uh-huh. It's powerful. But uh-huh. how is this threatening the city? Right. The, the, the people of New York aren't relying on Niagara Falls for their water supply. <laughs> no, you know? <laughs> and I, I don't know why it, it, 
I mean, other than look at what I can do, which is basically what Spider-Man says, I don't uh-huh. know why Magneto does any of uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> gosh. That Jason they, and I will venture to say that's probably a better catchphrase than go for it. Uh, they should just say, look what you did whenever a villain <laughs> does something. So they get they they ultimately get Magneto uh, to come to the power plant, um, uh, which is, uh, you know, the, the Niagara Falls power plant, whatever. Um, and I, I again here, I kind of I, I like Magneto's plan just as a plan. I also liked the Spider Friends plan just as a plan. They they say yeah. what we're gonna do is we're gonna use we're gonna use Magneto's thirst for power against him. We're going to basically overload his magnetic ability such that he won't be able to control it. Uh right. and, and everything will just get a he'll he'll basically turn into a giant magnet and he mm-hmm. he, he won't be able to uh he won't be able to do anything about it. I was like, oh, that, that's that's a fun idea, but yeah. but again, in that scene, so he's he's just he dispatched the spider friends with such ease. Uh, the earlier in the episode, Magneto comes into the building and Spider Man thwips him. He he webs he webs him up to to hold his arms. Iceman freezes his feet, and they drag him into the into the. Uh, uh, electromagnetic field and yep. that's it and and i was like i was like come on <laughs> like, i know what just, a cop out right yeah yeah it just uh, just ridiculous uh ridiculously simple we we spent uh, this was like a 20 what 23 24 minute up ep- uh, yeah. minute episode i mean they they spent 12 or th- 12 to 16 minutes of it just getting ready for this plan. And yeah, it was the, like, that was it. That, right. Yeah. The, the, the planning for the battle took a lot longer by much, far than the battle much itself. longer. Right. Yeah. So, um, because yeah. when I, I don't know about you, yeah. Jason, but when I want to watch a cartoon about superheroes, what I crave is seeing how they're going to do everything. <laughs> right, right. I don't care about doing it. Just show me how, show me how this is going to work. I want to see the planning committee. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, oh man! Um, the uh, and and uh, Firestar is there in the end too. She because she did her part uh, with with keeping Magneto busy in the prison for a while, and then uh, she has to unfreeze Niagara Falls uh, to get the power plant working before they actually uh, like all, super magnetize Magneto. So there there's that uh, part once again. All three of them sort of have a role to play. Uh, which I know is something you've mentioned before. That yes, the, I like when they work together. Mm-hmm. You like the working together, um, and then uh, and then we kind of then we have the epilogue, Brian, of this episode. Uh, the, there's the, the B plus 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 story is going to get resolved here. There's an extended epilogue uh, because yeah. they the first they have the moment where Magneto's been stymied. Um, but they, they stand on basically like a pile of cars that has, I guess, knocked him out or whatever. And they're mm-hmm. like, tell us about your date again. <laughs> and she says, mm, don't think so. Uh, and, and then they, and don't okay. They give a few more guesses. Oh, oh, what does she say? She said, uh, she said out of all the men I've ever met, or I'm paraphrasing here out of all the men I've ever met, Magneto is the most attractive it's a pun. Look what she did, Jason. Oh, <laughs> Look what she did. boy. Yeah, I didn't get that. 
but I did. Uh-huh. And you did. Uh-huh. So good job. Yeah. Yep. She and she's not wrong. And Iceman and Spidey boo and hiss at her after Ooh, she makes hiss. that joke. And I, right. I agreed with the hissing. And um <laughs> yep. And then it's there's a a, <laughs> there's an epilogue of the epilogue where they give Aunt May her birthday present, round trip ticket to Florida to visit her sister. Yep. Uh and we find out about we finally find out about Angelica's date. Do you remember do you remember who her date was with? Uh I know that it wasn't real. I know it that was, it was another cop. It was <laughs> a uh she had won a contest for some some fancy hairdresser. That's hairdresser. I was gonna say a nail salon. Called yeah. Pierre. Yes. So her dates with Pierre. Now I remember. Yep. Right, right. Um That's a cop. Yep, yep, totally is. Totally is. Yeah. And she she kind of alludes to the fact that um really the the despite all her uh all the dating she does, she likes Bobby and Peter the best. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we had a nice a nice moment with the three of them. And then I'm thinking, now is she kind of dangling them along too? Is she kind of thinking She's like gonna, I mean I like the attention of, mm-hmm. from these bohunks that I live with? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there there's there's some unresolved tension I in this show that you know for uh, given the audience that it was produced for i don't think we're ever going to get any resolution to that brian i'm not holding my breath at all yeah no, I, think, yeah. I think it'll just be hinted at and ignored and then hinted at some more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for about 13 more episodes <laughs> yeah yeah right around there right around there Ah, uh, so end of the day here um i i guess there there were a few things i liked like i said i Really, the Magneto plan, I mean, it's like, you know, hold uh, a a group of people hostage in order to force them to give you what you want. I mean, that's something we've seen, you know, countless times across sure. all kinds of media. So, I mean, it's a solid plan that that makes. Cutter. Yeah, it, yeah. But at least it at least it makes sense. You know, it's not it, it wasn't it, it wasn't I need to attract a lot of gold. To my, right. you know, whatever. <laughs> or I need something involved with space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it made it made sense. It was fine. Like the and like the uh, some of the other beats were like, uh, you know, as, as far as like how the spider friends ended up at the prison, that like made sense to me. Their plan for foiling Magneto, it made sense. I, I liked it. There, there was just there was way too much garbage in the middle of this one, and just yeah. a, a lot of. Uh, a lot of Magneto doing things that don't make sense for his, uh, given his abilities. Agreed. I give it a two, I think. Two radioactive spiders out of five. Um, how do you feel about it? I gave it two as well, but my main gripe was missed opportunities. You you have the baddest assist <laughs> villain in the X-Men universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and like you said, Jason, he somehow can do all of these things, which is on brand for Magneto. That's what I like to see in Magneto. Mm-hmm. But he needs these other mutants that really don't serve a purpose and never really do anything. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is getting them out of prison. I would have loved to have seen a final battle between three X-Men or four X-Men or evil mutants versus mm-hmm. the versus the spider friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that would have been a redemption for me where it just, honestly, you could have taken out that whole side plot of trying to get them out of prison and the, and the episode would have ended the exact same way. Yeah. So yeah. it just, mm-hmm. it was a big, big, missed opportunity and and I'll, ugh, i hate to say it i don't like to rank things this soon in the game but my least favorite of the amazing friends episodes mm, so far yeah yeah i think that's fair that's that's yeah. probably fair to say um yeah no it's just i i agree with you there there's a lot of lot of things that 
could have been done better. So uh, yeah. maybe we'll see that next week. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's it's we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, keep it up, uh, keep on doing what we're doing here. Um, yeah. And uh, episode eight, uh, I I think is uh, what is it? Uh, Spidey going to Hollywood, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Spidey goes yeah. Hollywood with a cameo by the Hulk. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Uh, that'll be fun. I like seeing your mug, Brian. Oh, you too, buddy. All right. You too. You're my favorite blob, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. I mean, mastermind. Mastermind. That's what I'm all right, take it easy. We'll talk in a week. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app. Follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and like the show on Facebook. Reach us by email, spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.